1: Block Talk Radio Look in my eyes What do you see? The cost of personality I
0: know you're your anger Wait, wait Fucking wait and we this is off the rails uncensored, so we'm going to you know start off with a little different intro, you know, kind of like when I do my uh, I'll shut up
1: and restart the show. Give me a second. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can easily understand.) <laughs> we
0: Shall I report on NXT? Shall I report on AEW? All right, so I'm going to start off going by let's go with AEW because I haven't done much uh, review on them, so I think it's their turn. Starts off the show with Brandi Rose, you know, promoing with Awesome Kong. Um, Right out the gate, I'm going to tell you what I think of AEW because I rewatched the show. To be fair, you know, because we have to report anything and everything professional wrestling. Now, New Japan, Ring of Honor, haven't reported them either. So it's kind of falsifying documentation, if you will. Or verbiage. Oh, Bleacher Report. Highlights from December 4th. I'm just rereading this because I forgot to write it down. So, Jesus Christ. MJF, betrayal, whoop de doo. Okay, so you develop a story, got it. Um to, to, to Joey Mox and John Moxley and Joey Janela. Good lord. Dustin Rhodes and the Young Bucks versus Sammy Guevara and Santana and Ortiz. So it occurs that WWE is not the only one that does six man tags. Okay. The elite versus the inner circle. Okay, so they kind of weathered the storm. Did Dustin and the Young Bucks? So there's an ongoing rivalry, six man tag. All right. So let's see here: Super Kick, hot tag. An undetected shot with a baseball-filled sock down Dustin. I forgot about the baseball inside the sock. What in the actual fuck? All right, and then Rose kicks out, blah, blah, blah. You know, big hoopla. And then... Let's see here. Uh, I want to say... Double Meltzer Diver Okay so that was It, it gets a victory for day I don't Okay look no I'm sorry That match was There's no disqualification Because he kicked out Because of a, oh, Never mind Never mind This this hurts my head Um. The elite In the inner circle So apparently You know you guys Who want to claim that Factions are not a thing in AEW, I call bullshit because that's what ate um, that's what ate up WCW, and just to saying, oh, he's the brightest youngster. I don't know about that. I good guy, good wrestler. But there's nothing terrible, folks. I'm just kind of picking it apart as best I can. So Trent versus Phoenix, and then. Let's see. Phoenix. Do, 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 swept Trent's leg. Drop kick. Blah-da-yada. Da, 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 da. Phoenix delivered a tightrope kick. So, it got to be – they're very nice and generous. I don't blame them about Monday Night Raw's review, but uh, Phoenix beat Trent. And two tag team. Specialist on major role. I don't care. I'm not going for the analysis. Jesus Christ. What's next for Cody? After a few tumultuous weeks, Cody addressed the AEW fans. He said, "Scar above his right eye is a reminder of the betrayal he suffered at full gear at the hands of MJF." Cry, cry, cry. Name your price. Let's do As he wrapped up the promo, so they didn't talk much, but received off the keys to his own car and washed his own shoes. Wow. So it's all about the Benjamins, baby. They're going to have to fight for money. They already make money. But it's more added incentive because it's something that WWE isn't doing and New Japan and Ring of Honor. And, of course, NXT. So, ah, whatever. They got an A+. Weber's writing this Bleacher Report article was a fucking fan obviously or they're just grading it based on whether Nyla Rose versus the librarian Leva Bates okay whatever so Nyla Rose you know she came back and we're all wondering where she is so there's a women's division Rose beat Bates okay whatever she should have won the AEW women's championship but that's just my take on it uh, Chris Jericho is contractually obligated, managed to have one more match in 2019. Oh, my lord. And most definitely not Sean Moxley. So he has a list, folks. So now their answer to Matt Riddle, Jungle Boy, Luke Perry Jr., is going to go one on one with Chris Jericho on December 18th. How nice. Nice But we're not done yet folks Two people we have no idea who the fuck they are Except for Japan If you know New Japan You would know who Akura Shida is Versus Chris Stratlander No idea who the hell she is Alright Um An unknown woman from ringside pledged her allegiance to the Nightmare Collective Offering her ponytail to Kong, who cut it off. Okay, yeah. Um, About that. So she pledged her allegiance to join the group with Brandy Rhodes. Amidst all the fucking rambling, I'm starting to figure out why I do not watch AEW from that vantage point. Christopher Daniels versus Pentagon Jr. Pentagon Jr. is absolutely nuts, folks. So Fallen Angel... You know, having to come back, blah, blah, blah. Pentagon defeats Daniels. It was okay, but not really. Joey Janela versus Moxley uh, for the umpteenth time. Um, Moxley beat Janela. Big shocker there, right, folks? Um, It wasn't a terrible match. It was kind of up and down. I'm not going to go into the analysis of the match because... He delivered a modified paradigm shift. Yes, I know this. I'm reading the results right now, my friend. I watched the fucking shit. Here's what worked for me. Cody and MJF is a good fucking feud. It's not near the level of him and Jericho, but it's a fucking feud worth the watch. Um, should I just get past the, uh, the fast talk and get to what I didn't like about AEW? Because that's only too easy. I'm going to get there, folks. But... Because it's my show, I'm going to apologize in advance for the uh, unheard of change here on Off the Rails and Censored. See, no, I'm not going to use that fucking phrase. Fuck that. Understand that on Off the Rails and Censored, a very expletive show will express at will what worked and what didn't work in non-PG fashion. So, in other words, this show contains adult language. I'm reading a disclaimer. This show was christened on March 7, 2016, due to a personal experience from Brian Reynolds. It has henceforth been copyrighted. And any usage Or likeness there of my show You will be directly Fined $45 for every time You fucking air that shit and Trust me I had it specifically worded like that In courtrooms you cannot use Obscene language But around here We can use Whatever the fuck we want Now, sweet angel fishes, I will get to the fucking point, but before I do, what's up UK, what's up Canada, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, United States of America, Puerto Rico, Venice, wow, you got Spain to listen, Mexico City, how's it going? Brooklyn, New York, what's up? Queens, eh, well, maybe. Uh, Long Island, Staten Island, Manhattan. I'm grasping for fucking straws here. You know which boroughs I'm referring to. Anyways, as I was saying, folks, what worked for me was the fact that Jericho is still going up to his Jericho Lake. So, you know, living up to the moniker of Le Champion. And it started off with action, you know, with the six-man tag. So that worked, you know, the match, the inner circle versus the elite, even though there was no prior build whatsoever with Dustin and the Young Bucks. They do have history together, work together, tactically trained together. Point is, I know what work, what portions of the show works for me mentally and what sh- portions did not. So, as I'm messaging some of you,
1: here's
0: the deal. I think, no, I watched, I wrote some notes down, which I cannot, well, actually, I just found them. I wrote down, you know, the modified paradigm shift, which John Moxley, oh, wait, let's, see. here's what I'm going to tell you.
1: It's not
0: that difficult. Sigh, breathe, gas, scream. The women's division in AEW. Holy fuck, are we taking it to another level? On the sense that not only are the men doing hardcore in some instances because, you know, a baseball and a sock, that's not hardcore, my friend. Or Joey Janela and Moxley for the first time was an actual wrestling match. Go figure. Shocker. They're actually working on another. So Cody Rhodes and JF. Okay. We're doing a whole old million dollar man angle that you know you don't have money. I'm fresh, you're not. You suck. I rule type thing. Love that fucking angle, by the way. But um, here's my take entirely on the whole entire women's division of AEW. Not a damn soul knows who some people are.
1: Strattlander.
0: Yeah, I know who Shishida is. Okay. In the same fucking token while I'm dropping everything, I'm trying to rearrange things surrounding myself. That's how I feel about AEW's women's division. is like an entire what-the-fuck moment.
1: I'm trying to grasp
0: or comprehend what in the actual hell is going on between Brandy Rhodes and Austin Kong, and why is there some weird alliance between those two? See, that sound is me trying to figure out what the fuck. I'm trying to be comprehending, understanding. No, it's... If it's not kept simple, stupid, I'm not gonna give... A damn, and I honestly, when it comes to a e w s women's division, it's not lack of talent, lack of direction. There were women's matches, I'm guessing you heard my show, or you heard that's such a fucking cliche line among podcast. I'm guessing you heard my show, maybe that's why you put a women's match on no, that's because. They have close to 80 fuckers on the roster. And that includes the main bulk and bread and butter of AEW, and that's Cody Rhodes, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz, basically the inner circle and the elite. There are other people on that roster that have plenty of talent that have just not been showcased yet. Are they different than TNA? I don't know. Cause impact is still around. Maybe not as big as, uh, it once was, you know, when it was hopping with abyss and AJ styles and Bobby Roode, Moa, Joe, Kurt angle, sting. Oh, and I said, the magic word, didn't I? Um, So, here's, here's the thing. <laughs> um, oh, cool, you know, I just got a message from a friend of mine back home. Hi, Kurt Cannon. How's it going? Anyways, I got to get focused. The main center focus is around about... Well, 14 individuals right now? I could be wrong, but some of you say it's much better than what WWE is producing. So I'd like to compare and contrast notes with uh, WWE's show NXT, shall I? Yes, I will. Because NXT versus AEW. Raw versus AEW. SmackDown Live versus AEW. All right. I'm reading some of what you guys have been sending me through Instagram, and I must inform you, AEW on the rating scale, yeah, their demographic is 18 to 45, but that's wrestling fan. Casual uh, fuckers will sit and tell you, and they will say, "I know The Rock, I know Stone Cold." I used to watch that shit back in the day. They take one look at AEW, and if they've never watched it before, they will see that there literally is not a damn thing different between them and WCW, with the exception of social media, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, so on and so forth. And I'm just trying to stumble upon something that would just convince you guys that sometimes wrestling is like wow, you know, competition that AEW has, which is WWE, sometimes it's like looking at a fucking mirror, and you know why? Because, look at what I just told you, a six-man tag between the Young Bucks and Dustin Rhodes versus a six-man tag, you know, in WWE, WWE, Ricochet, Rey Mysterio, and Humberto versus the OC. Now, granted, WWE does go six-man tag heavy on certain shows, when they book, and it's kind of damn near impossible not to get annoyed, but um, I shall do my best and you know, put on a happy face type thing whenever WWE does that. And you hope that there would be solo competition for the first fucking time in a while, but then... You get saddled with, um, well, you should be satisfied that they're competing at all. I am in the regard that they're trying to put on a show. But at the same time, I'm dissatisfied with the presentation. That's it. That's the only thing. So, as I was saying, the women's division in AEW. Good Lord. Um, Do you want me to die of complete boredom or just laughter, because one of those things, one of those elements, one of those adjectives, is describing exactly how I feel about the whole Brandy Rhodes austin and Kong deal. a matter respect for Austin Kong, and I don't know about Brandy, but um and I have my reasons. It's nothing personal. Never met the person and you know and I don't, I don't really think it's judging, I think it's just assessing. From what I have seen And I'm not willing to let unfold Because it is a sorry-ass Attempt At a women's division that AEW has And it doesn't matter What talent they have procured From Japan or Germany Or Puerto Rico or Spain or Chile Or any reject from May Young, or The Mae Young Classic that they have uh, Acquired Because Here's what I'm going to tell you I'm going to just I have not been in full rant roasting mode in quite some time and now I have justification because I have witnessed AEW for two months. It doesn't mean their product's gonna not improve but I think it's time that I give WWE's rants a break and start on a new one, if you will and these rants do have factual backings to them not just opinion, all right? So, I do not own the rights to live in color, all rights reserved. So, all right, sit back, folks. Warning, the next content of this show, Off the Rails Uncensored, has expletive language. If you have any small children, please put headphones on while listening to this show. Most of this, con- most and majority of this content is not suitable for minors under the age of thirteen. All right, folks. This is a copyrighted podcast. Prisons on March seventh, two thousand sixteen. All rights reserved. Any usage or likeness thereof of authorials and censors and Moore will be prosecuted and punishable by law. Forty-five dollar fine will be issued for every usage likeness. Thereof of the show off the rails uncensored. All right, fuckers, buckle up, get inside my head. I cannot promise you that you um, will be the same after you listen to this show. Hear me out on AEW. Oh. get inside my mind, ticket. Look in
1: I know I i thing be,
0: Since its inception on October the 2nd, AEW and its women's division has been non-existent. I say that because their champion isn't a first a woman who is barely over a hundred pounds. And I'm just gonna say it you have a division that does not exist and then now you have a faction which had no prior bill because they haven't been a you know, they have not been around long enough, AEW has. So Let me just do some, okay, <laughs> just before I start spouting off, because I did say I have factual backing to my gripes, okay? Great. AEW Women's Division. All right. I'm gonna not list off the personnel, but okay, it's a non profit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, personnel. Male wrestlers don't care. I don't really fucking care for that shit. But I'm gonna. Female wrestlers, okay. Ali, Awesome Kong, Dee Priestley, Big Swole, Brandy Rhodes, Rick Baker, Amy Sakura, Akuro Chris Stratlander. Eva Bates, Melanie Cruz, Nyla Rose, Penelope Ford, Riho, Sadie Gibbs, Shana, Shana, and Yuka Sakazaki. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. That is 17 workers. You know, that's enough to work on, right? But let's look at NXT. NXT female wrestlers. I mean, obviously WWE is going to be stacked in this department. Let's see
1: here. I don't
0: really care because roster... No, 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 no. But they, you know, the current roster, if we want to go by that. Wow, they've got substantially more. Go figure. Shocker. They've been around longer. Okay. The GM, William Regal, yes, whatever. Okay. So, we look at this, shall we? Alexa Bliss. This is just history, shall we? Bailey, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Emmer Moon, Lacey Evans, Lana, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Nikki Cross, Sasha Banks, Sonya Deville, Tamina. Reese is not there anymore, but then you have a shit ton more. You have Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler, and the list goes fucking on, folks, about not just at Marina Shafir, Jessamyn Duke, Aaliyah, Vanessa Bourne, Tegan Knox, Kaylee Ray, Andy Floss. So, I will tell you that just based off this roster that I have been given, there's more, but is less more? Is that what you're... I'm just telling you, not based off one show, but Nyla Rose should have been dubbed a champion. Not because of si- – well, yeah, because of size. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The suspended disbelief that you could have a David beating Goliath back in the biblical days. Let's go not completely conversing about stuff in the Bible, but Nyla Rose is like four times bigger than Riho. And I'm sure there's a mutual respect between the opponents – that's fine in the world of professional wrestling. However, when reality looks you dead in the eye and says, okay, who's going to be your women's champion for AEW? Is it going to be some 90-pound no-one from Japan? Had anyone ever heard of Riho? Does she have a following? Does she have a cult following? If you asked a stranger on the street," What is your opinion on Riho or this one? And I would put Oscar's picture or anyone's picture, Mandy Rose, Trish Stratus, Lita. I would just say, who do you know more from professional wrestling? Do you know back in the day female wrestlers or do you know Riho? I'm probably going to catch a lot of flack for this podcast, but question when you decided to put Britt Baker in, in the mix of things. Did you ever think that she was mediocre at best and they just put her on screen because she wanted to prove something to the people that cut her you know, cut ties with her? It's not that she's a bad person, but I wanna know I, I've got to know a reason why. So wrestling is not wrestling to you, sir. It's just basically One is better than the other. Yeah, we were empty promised a lot, you know. A lot of insistence upon Lesnar being champion in WWE. That's what caused half the subscribers to jump ship. But we're not talking about WWE, man. We are talking about AEW and their current situation. So, someone cut off their ponytail and pledged their allegiance to this faction <clears throat> this weird voodoo witch like rip-off faction, rip off because by the way, Brandy, Isla Don was doing that in NXT UK. How many people are aware of that? A lot. A lot of wrestling fans that is because there's a lot of people that do witch gimmicks, right? I mean a lot of them in in London and Britain and Scotland, ICW. There's even, you know, witch gimmicks in New Japan. Come on. For her to do something unique and different by adding a faction, by adding people to this fray, to this craziness, to this Ragnarok known as professional wrestling. I have mad respect for Awesome Kong. I met her at WrestleCon. I have, not comms, but I have definitely gotten to. See her develop not just through TNA but WWE and now it's like why would she need Brandy? Just out of there's a lot of questions. Some say just go with the flow. It's very confusing when you have a group that has no fucking build whatsoever. We don't have a clue there. So that's another thing. AEW is becoming faction heavy. Not only with the dudes. With the male roster, you have the elite, Hangman Page turned it down like Diamond Dallas Page turned down Sting and them a long time ago. It's very WCW is very, very much like that group. Is competition bad? No. I just want to know from an objective point of view what AEW is going to do in five years. Are they still going to be around? Are they still going to have mad support from the community? A lot of people are sick and tired of, I'm not going to spend $9.99 for the network. Okay, I don't care. But women's wrestling, as CM Punk said, is a natural thing. It's really cool how people have just hungered and wanted to see more of Becky Lynch, wanted to see more of Charlotte, maybe not so much Charlotte Flair, uh Asuka, Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai. I lied. I'm I'm just hopping back and forth to compare and contrast AEW and WWE. And I will do a small review on NXT's showing or showcasing of this past Wednesday um because I find it important to review all of professional wrestling. That's why. Anyways, back to my point. All these women have worked their ass off from the age of 15 or the age of 21 or whatever their age was when they started out professional wrestling in WWE. I don't know how long people have been in it for AEW, but it seems like if you are trying to one-up your competition, congratulations, uh, you are failing miserably. There is no direction in the women's matches whatsoever in AEW. It's just as bad. when the males compete because fans want to see all no holds barred and blood and guts and whatever and they want to see, some want to see deathmatch style, some want to see you know, all kinds of fucked up shit that I have not seen since ECW and CZW, I'm not oblivious to the shit they do it in the fucking indies all the time uh, no but my thing is, if you do not have any direction in inc- including whatever division in Professional wrestling it could be the Cruiserweight division, it could be the Tag Team division. It's just. If you have no direction Sorry folks for the things in the background I'm messaging a friend from back home Who uh, I've been keeping in touch with And uh, He's a dear friend of mine in the business And uh, Anyways Anyways Just giving you updates folks If you don't have any direction In any division For fans to know Who you are What you're about Some fans will lose interest And wonder Why Did we turn on the TV To watch you Tell us nothing at all Other than You are a psycho Who wants people to Pledge their hair Instead of giving it to Locks of love you are giving it to awesome kong got it no idea why you would need your hair some kind of weird voodoo ritual in the making i'm usually i usually hate myself when i'm wrong for certain predictions in professional wrestling and I don't know I just It's confusing To me I mean Yes WWE has confusing storylines And Ring of Honor At times will be A bit weary You know With all what's going on right now In that company I'm not going to discuss anything like that But When you have to pledge your pony It's like what the hell I, I don't know what to make of this, other than a "what the fuck" moment? It's it's one thing where if you, the fan, watch something. And you're not really quite sure what the concept or the story angle is, or you know what they're trying to you know convey as their message. You're gonna be like, "I don't know if I should tune into you or football or just anything in general. It's just like, um, not sure highly confused type thing, not a good deal, maybe, maybe." Later, I don't know. That's just a lot of questions. A lot of question marks for AEW's women's division. AEW in general, you know, they're doing fine. Cody, Chris... Got to give credit, you know, to what they're doing as a whole. It makes me laugh sometimes when I watch them on TV. So it's not all negative. But it's just – I would like to extend the question mark out to a few of the people that decide, you know, from a creative standpoint – Oh, this will work. You know, this will definitely work. Stop and think that, you know, there are wrestling fans that will actually psychoanalyze some shit. We sound like whiny bitches, but we're called podcasters. Um, There have been confusing stories in WWE as well, but that is because they had, like, really cartoony character gimmicks like Papa Shango and, gee, I don't know, the Doink the Clown and Crush and Hulk Hogan, as I said, cartoony gimmicks. One of the biggest icons in professional wrestling history, the Babe Ruth of professional wrestling. I said, I am trying to be objective, but I just fucking can't. Where is your women's division AEW? It's going to be sent on a milk carton saying missing. You have women's champion who, honestly, that championship belt in AEW are fucking ugly. The only tag, okay, the tag team championships, the design of the plates, magnificent. Hey. AEW's delta a little overdone and way too big for the center plate. No. You wanna look different, you wanna look similar to wrestling company Kit Geez, man. <clears throat> the world the WCW World Heavyweight Championship was much better looking. I know I'm supposed to be referencing well oh, gee. I don't know. What was I supposed to be? Oh, yes. I'm supposed to be talking and discussing about the women's division. And also, I've just said, the title does speak for itself. What works, what doesn't, what needs improvement. This is just fan feedback. And, you, you know, some of you may say, we appreciate your feedback. That's not evident on some of your Twitters. I mean, if you want us to continue, some of us to continue watching uh, with an open mind and an objective point of view, give us something, some material, some buildup, you know, like, have the main women actually fucking work a match? That's funny that Isla Rose challenged Becky Lynch, you know, she didn't challenge her, she said, all doors are open. It's just like, um, okay. One would hope That uh Becky Lynch and Nyla Rose could put on a better show than half of what AEW's presented so far in matches. Amy Sakura was working with her tag team partner, Britt something. Yeah, not Britt Baker, but uh she's working against Britt Baker and um let's see here. Bea Priestley. No, no, no. Oh, Sadie Gibbs, Shayna. They have a bunch of people that have come through, folks. And, uh. She was in a tag match, and Amy Sakura had no idea that she was a fucking heel. She was trying to work the crowd, she had no psychology whatsoever. This is just dissecting a match from AEW's, you know. It was in the second week, so it had to have been October the 23rd. Sat there watching, with a friend of mine, I sat there watching AEW Dynamite. The graphics are not too bad. The pyro is in, whatever. But the quality of show, like, i suppose supposed to be intrigued or um, confused Just trying to Ask the questions When it comes to being a professional wrestling fan Which faction will pop up next In AEW Action heavy You have Brandy Rhodes With her group You have Cody Rhodes With his group you know, That's to counteract the inner circle then you have a non-existent women's division. Riho has defended that championship against several women that should be easily beat the- you know flying curmudgeon out of her, but they don't because they want the, because we live in a world that says, "Oh, you know." Let the small person win every once in a great while That's fine But if you, if she is to win A legitimized match I'm going to put this out there Let's see Riho Defend the AEW Women's Championship Against Awesome Kong That'd be cool Let's also see her defend it one more time Against Brandi Rhodes and Britt Baker In a triple threat match Awesome Kong is aligned herself with Randy Rhodes for whatever the fuck reason this just happened. You know, she lit candles, she summoned Awesome Kong. Somebody in creative's gone a little nineteen eighties Dungeons of or Dungeon of Doom because God. Dungeon of Darkness or whatever the fuck they are, Dark World Order. I'm just putting this out there. MJF is pulling an EC3 slash Million Dollar Man gimmick. And, you know, They're like, it's not a moon gimmick. Like, Dude, if we were to combine three personalities that represent MJF, it was a great Mike, he has great presence, And he can fucking work. But if I think on it, his character traits really fucking resemble EC3. Mike or no, sorry, Miz. Oh, and um, Million Dollar Man. I'll even give you my own shoes for fifty thousand dollars. Where have we seen this shit before? Sorry, just randomized topic in AEW. It doesn't do someone any good to say we're trying to steer clear of the direction of the competition, yet you mention them in every which way that you have so far when it comes to promos possible.
1: I think it's funny.
0: Because here you are, a brand new company, and there have been several people trying to say, we'll put WWE out of business. Good luck with that. Eric Bischoff said it years ago. Paul Heyman said it years ago. A lot of people have failed on those attempts. Are there several things that um, don't make sense at all when it comes to WWE? Sure. But at least they have a consistent women's division. They have an actual training center. Where in the hell does AEW train? They train in Florida where you know the combines of AEW's power plant will be. Or whatever they're going to mimic WCW's name and you know whatever. I'm just curious. There's no training facility for AEW. You just found on the indie circuit by scouts, by agents. Where do you train? If you were trained by somebody, that's all good and dandy, but where's their training center? How do you expect us, as fans? Some of us. I'm very skeptical because I've seen—I'm going to say what Shayna Baszler said on NXT. I've heard the same song and dance. I've heard the same song and dance. But you'll be just like the rest. You're either going to tap, snap, or snap. So far, AEW has proven to me and to others that they can hang with certain people, but they are lacking severely a women's division. They're like, well, they just had women's matches last night. Great, because somebody's had to say something. There's just so much wrong. With their show, no it's They have good intentions They have direction in some areas But they're all over the place in other areas It's like, what story Which feud are we supposed to follow And you say, we can break fourth walls Unlike the other company That's great, focus your attention on the competition Because that's exactly What Hunter and the boys Want you to do you haven't even been established yet. Not even a publication online. You have an online shop for stores and pro wrestling tees. Because you know, the people that will glorify independent wrestling is AEW. Because look, it's very indie. It's very super indie. But the You know, no exceptions, nothing.
1: Because
0: main fucking focus of tonight's show is what you know what works for AEW. The fact that they have a running mouthpiece and a great wrestler, Chris Jericho, who will be dubbed one of the best of all time. Okay. By some of his peers. Then you have Cody Rhodes, who was a legacy wrestler. You have Sammy Guevara. No one knows who the fuck he is, except for a few good people. All right, MJF, been a minute, but people do remember him. The Young Bucks, of course, because they are known everywhere. Should they have won the tag team championships? Yeah, but house of glory's own, you know. SCU, Scorpio Sky and whoever. Santana and Ortiz would have been a much better choice for tag champions. I mean after all they're the they're the uh Puerto Rican ripoffs of the Steiners. If I think about it. Oh yes. Faction heavy. Please quit doing that shit. Here we need one faction. They kinda remind me of FWO. Because now, some key players have uh, aligned themselves with them. The inner circle, that is. MJF, once upon a time, was an elite. And then he wasn't so elite. Now, he's with Jericho, which is Mike. You know, they're geniuses on the mic. Love the combo. Love it. But I'm just gonna say it. There's sometimes you say I want a women's division, and then other times you're like, "Well, they do have an array of talent, but they don't use it." I'm referring to Austin Kong, Jazz, Taya, the whole fucking nine, man. Because you can't sit there and say, "Well, they do have a women's division, and they did have matches." They've only been around two months, folks. Almost three. Actually, three. And it begs the fucking question. <clears throat> Please, we you know, what's up with the title belts? Not just the title belts, but... You guys say that you are not... Chloe Rhodes made a statement saying they're not WWE heavy. I call bullshit. Because, literally... Not because of seven people's names. Not just the talent folks. It's creative, too. Half of their creative staff is, formerly thereof, of WWE. Not a fucking Mark who just reads this shit. I kind of know this because, okay, Dane Malenko, Billy Gunn, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, once upon a time, these gentlemen were associated with WWE. And did they... Or did they not say they wanted to change the direction? They did. So they left. Jim Ross, love him to pieces, but I, uh, I don't know. Tim and Shavani and Excalibur. Oh, God help that poor soul. He is like Michael Cole with a mask. He's fucking terrible. You call... A reverse atomic drop, the Manhattan Driver. No, sir, that is fucking wrong. And whatever wrestling school that you went to must have taught you wrong. And certain other moves that you have flubbed up pretty bad when calling them. It's broadcast. You're not Marlon Ronello. You sure as hell are not Jr. You are you. And God help you. Thank God Dio left. But Monday Night Raw, you and him have something in common. We both wrestled. And, uh, and let's just say this both talented in some regards. But uh, when it comes to commentating, Excalibur is the worst. Who's the heel color? There's no heel color. They are and Tony Schiavone, really? Where's the contrast? My years, for years, heard Schiavone on WCW, Jim Ross in WWE. I never had any issues with either of those dudes. My only problem is Where's the opposition? Where, Like, what happened to one announcer basically destroying any likeness thereof of a semblance of peace? So, in other words, Corey Graves or Jerry Waller, they're kind of just playing tiddly winks, you know, skating on thin ice, walking on eggshells because we're so afraid that we're going to offend the youth or Fendo fan crazy soccer mom, or whatever the case is. AEW's problem is there's several. You know, we could list several of those off, dude. I'm not listing. I'm just saying from what I'm observing and listening to and visually watching, is it aesthetically pleasing to moi? The answer is no. I turned off AEW a long while ago in my own head. Do I watch their programming? No. Live? No. Because if I have to hear another, this is why they are better than WWE. No, competition's great for, ooh, I don't know, a lot of reasons. But when the competition starts flubbing up, and they're making it easy for podcasters like me, or critics, to, or cynics, to say. This is what works. This is what doesn't. It's called objectively looking at things. And AEW, they don't talk much. They wrestle. Well, gee, WWE is supposed to be out of business by now, according to your standards, because a lot of the people are not going to network. The only problem is T-shirts on sale. Christmas is coming up. So are both sides going to sell out for that? Sure. Do you have an app where you can access archives of what your company used to be? No. Are the women's divisions different? Yes. In a way, they say it's the same people at the center of attention. Well, if Awesome Kong would have went to WWE, she probably, I don't know what her reaction would have been. May have been happier, is what some may say. May have been disappointed because of what they might do to her. Imagine Awesome Kong versus Nia Jax or Tamina or versus, you know, Hyper Niven. Just throwing that random name out there because what competition does Awesome Kong have? Because Brandy Rhodes can easily easily, and I mean easily, get destroyed by Awesome Kong, and what do you think is the possibility of Awesome Kong returning to WWE? I don't know, my man. I do not know that answer, but what I do know is there are several people tuning in to watch AEW, but they have no clue, you know, the inner workings of what's going to go down. Some people claim they do. They don't. That's one old-faced lie that is told to you, the women's division needs work. But Mike, you know, with Jericho, never needs work because he's amazing. MJF, good Good dude, good worker, but too faction heavy. There's like three, four factions running around AEW. You don't need five or six fucking factions in professional wrestling. You just need a show. That's all you owe us, man. That's all you owe fans is a show. Anyways, folks, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to
1: say, then I got three choice wits for Forget about it. Apparently we're having issues, folks, technical difficulties. Hang on. Look in my eye,
0: what do you see? I'll get my theme working now.
1: Take a little minute.